Who are we uh, interviewing? You. We're interviewing you. <laughs> that's what this podcast is. It's a perpetually long interview with you. Um, that's terrible. That's, yeah, that's what, it is. That's why nobody listens to it. <laughs> All right. This is the Still Talking Podcast, our reverent industry podcast with Zeno Colton and myself, Brian. Today is our tabloid edition where we talk about all things celebrity. Yes. Zeno, who's your favorite celebrity? Kurt Russell. Kurt, ooh, good choice. Yeah, I mean, it's not even a question. Nope. <laughs> uh, I feel that should be all of our answers, the end of that tabloid conversation. Yeah, he's the best actor, so. <laughs> ever no, so Zeno, ever to up, act. <laughs> ever to have acted. No, we were talking about uh, celebrity brands, specifically celebrity spirits brands. Of course, there's beer and wine brands as well, but... Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm mixed on this one. It's an interesting marketing topic, which is kind of my thing. Um, Can we just ramble down the list of celebrity-affiliated topics? Yes. Products? Products, yes. Yeah, yeah. Topics. You mean products, yeah. Well, can I, can, can I start with my favorite? Uh, and now take this with a grain of salt because this is comes from like 35 seconds of Google searching. Uh, but apparently Danny DeVito has a limoncello. <laughs> yes, Dude. I did not yeah. know that. Danny DeVito's premium limoncello, <laughs> and I don't. What is it called? What is it called? Are you are you two both furious that you're not making all of that money right now? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Okay, if you were to make a cocktail, what would you call it? Wait, I don't. I don't mm. understand the question. Can you repeat it in the form of an answer? <laughs> if you were to, if if. <laughs> I am basically just hoping that you're going to sneak in some sort of twins reference, which is, of course, the best movie ever made by Danny DeVito or Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Using his fi- world-famous premium limoncello. Limoncello on ice with a penguin garnish. Yeah, the, the Oswald oh, Cobble. Nailed it. Yeah, that's it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's pretty solid. Okay, okay. So uh, who's going well, no, next? No, I mean, that, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Um I think like the ones that are out there, everyone, as soon as you start talking about this, it's like Ryan Reynolds, right? Yeah. Ryan. Aviation George Gen, Clooney. Yes. Um, Sammy Hagar and Cabo Wabo. That- Remember that? Dan Aykroyd, Crystal yeah. Skull. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. yeah does he, he was oh. like more than just a, a name for that brand, though, right? Wasn't he a big proponent of that vodka in particular? So, okay, I, I have a little bit of a story on that one just because I've, this is coming from conversation I've had with some of the Total Wine and More people who've worked with him. And, yeah, apparently he is a huge grain of salt here, but apparently he's very much into, like, the idea of supernatural occult stuff. Not necessarily actually a witch or something, but he was super into the idea of making this supernatural-looking bottle, and this was his brainchild. He developed it, and he is, like, Super mad crystal head vodka, and it's done very well. Yeah, because it comes in a goddamn crystal head bottle. Yeah. It's one of the <laughs> coolest packages around. I gotta say, I will sit here and talk about Dan Aykroyd's package go, all day. I want to go back to Danny DeVito <laughs> and his package. We are talking about some of the most attractive men in the uh, Hollywood industry um, right now. I didn't know that he was that involved in it. I thought Sammy Hagar was pretty involved with Cabo Wabo back in the day. You remember that? You mean, I don't know you much know about Cabo that one. Wabo? Oh, I got another one. Uh, here's one I actually just learned about a while ago, but uh, Channing Tatum has a born and bred vodka, which is actually made by Grand Teton Distillery, uh, which, God, are they in Idaho? 
or Montana. I'm totally no, blanking I, on that. I have no idea where the Tetons um, are. So. But yeah, they either. Well, I thought it was Wyoming. <laughs> could be one of those places. I feel like I should know that Amanda has visited them, so that shows how awful I am yeah. at listening well. to my wife. <laughs> Or my business partner, for that matter. I'm just a <laughs> shitty human being. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who else? Uh, oh, uh, doesn't Bob Dylan have one? Yes. Bob Dylan recently has yep. a, a new whiskey line. Yep. Drake uh, has a nice Canadian whiskey, I believe. Oh, that's right. It, it's weird looking. Bob. And then there's, there's uh, what's his name? Yeah. McGregor. I, Connor McGregor. Right. That's. Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. that's what started this, you, right? I saw the article that was. Now that yep. he's retiring from fighting, he will. Yeah, I heard that on his whiskey, which his whiskey. which sells out at, uh, in, like instantly. I heard about this on Pittsburgh sports radio that I listened to, and a caller called in. And you're like, yeah, yeah, he got a whiskey now, and the guy, the host was like, yeah, what's it taste like? He's like, eh, kind of like Jameson. I'm like, uh, I'm like, it's gonna sell out <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all the time. Well, okay, so let's dig into the nuance of this a little bit. There's obviously people with brand recognition who have their own brands. My understanding is celebrities essentially have their own alcohol like licenses. The, what do they call it? It's alcohol rights. So you, they, there's different – you can basically sell off different parts of yourself as a celebrity <laughs> oh, brand. Oh, can you? Tell me more. Uh, apparently. Okay, really so this comes like a, from – we did an article. <laughs> we did an article a couple years ago. No, no, I, I, this is me leaning up to buying Zeno's alcohol rights <laughs> so that I can make the most amazing limoncello. T- alcohol rights, it just makes me think like you get pulled over and you're drunk. And you're like, I have alcohol rights. This is America (laughs) No, so my understanding comes from We did a story a couple years ago On Dennis uh, Dennis Rodman Had a badass vodka brand So the guy who was behind it Is that what it it, was called or it's just It was literally called Dennis Rodman's Badass Vodka And so I'll kind of recap the stories So, because God knows. Hey, hold on. Do you guys have horrible audio quality as well, or is it just just me? from Brian? I do. Is Not is mine rough? Yeah, but it, I think it's only through because it's through ZenCaster. So as long as you're okay. definitely recording in, I'm definitely recording. It looks like it's pretty clear on my side. Is are you it, what you're hearing from me? Is it sound okay? No, but it, no. <laughs> as long as okay, you have great. another track, it's okay. You remember like right. ten seconds ago when we were like, it doesn't sound okay. <laughs> I feel like I had muted you during that time, and I enjoyed it a lot more when I was doing this. Well, you just muted my face. You get like a that's like a twelve year twelve years ago Zeno pick that you're looking at right there. Okay, we're gonna power through and hope this isn't total shit. No, nah, I mean as long as we have the other ones. Yeah, I can hear you. I just yeah, I don't think the quality of the recording will be great. If, yeah, if it sounds like that. Okay, is it is it like give me some feedback on what you're hearing? Is it static? It's crackly, crackly, it's very crackly. Mm. I think so. I've read a little bit about it. It seems like we might be recording on different frequencies. Oh, and it's easy to change in Mac, but it's very hard to change in PC. So, okay. Well, I'm on a Mac now, so I don't know if that'll. I didn't know you owned those in Washington. Uh, we smuggle them across <laughs> state lines, uh, oddly enough, from Montana. They are very independent, and they love their Macs there. Oh, I right just... from the Grand Tetons. <laughs> Straight from uh, Channing Tatum's Grand Teton. I don't like Channing Tatum's name. 
Yeah, but you got to respect that he uh, he's made a career with a name like Tatum. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I'm really upset that they didn't double down on the name of the vodka and call it Tatum Vodka or yeah, Tatum's yeah. Clear Spirit or yeah. something along those lines. You don't love him, you Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was really good. <laughs> I bet you he's never heard that. <laughs> no, never. These are the first jokes that because he, he's obviously a listener, so he's going to really yeah. enjoy this. Well, he's in the booze business. He better be listening. <laughs> All right, go on, go yeah. on to selling your body for booze. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. And yeah. I want to so, clarify. I want to clarify. I do not condone drinking and driving. It's actually one of the biggest pet peeves I ever anyone ever does. Yes. I think it's really stupid, and uh, especially now in the day of ride sharing and everything. But yes. If you're in another scenario where you've been drinking, you should proclaim, I have drinking rights. <laughs> as long as you're not breaking the law, especially then. Well, that's okay, fair. and actually, that's a really solid call out. I mean, not to totally derail this conversation, but you can absolutely endanger your DSP license if you get... Oh, yeah. If you actually get a DUI. So that's not just a shitty thing all around because you're endangering people's lives, but it's potentially endangering your ability to work in this industry. And if you own your own distillery, you could be fucking yourself. And not in the good way. <laughs> not in the Xeno way. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Good. So all right, that PSA on. brought yeah. to you by the yeah. Still Talking Podcast. <clears throat> we care. Yeah, that's right. You know who else cares? High Proof Creative. Oh, High Proof Creative really does care. They want to make sure that they, they get do. out the best message possible <laughs> for you online, in social media, and actually social media that people use, unlike us, with our AIMS, Spotify's, and whatever other stuff we make up. Groove Shark. Um, Groove Shark. I loved Groove Shark. And Karen was lovely. She connected with me on LinkedIn, which is another form of things that I don't use right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So if you are a, uh, oh. a business that needs help or just a general understanding of the internet, High Proof Creative can help. I don't use properly. Grammar is a thing that I don't use right. <laughs> <laughs> we do plug right. Yeah. Why am I grammar bad? <laughs> Thank you, Karen. And lovely meeting you too, by the way. We can't wait to have you right. on this so yes. that you know you can listen to it later. <laughs> this is the most meandering episode we've ever done, and I absolutely love that. But yeah, we should totally talk about ADI at some point, too, because that was amazing seeing Karen and the people at G&D Chillers and everyone else that walked the floor and did seminars. It was a really good show. I'm kind of like uh, we hit a high moment. We were all in the same room. We had John on. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's like... Uh, so it's, it's only a, downhill from yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Shut Let's her down. Be we, we were on the way down anyway. That was just like that was just kind of a, a bump that we just yeah. caught some air. But yeah, it's it's definitely free fall from this point on. Okay, so back to uh, yeah. human rights, Dennis. Human rights, yes, Dennis Rodman and human, human rights. Oddly enough, North Korea comes into this conversation, so this segues perfectly. Long story short. A dude approached Dennis Rodman, said, I want to buy your alcohol rights. There's a lot more story to it. But he's like, yeah, okay. So they struck a deal. They did a, and a vodka that was based on his brand. And at the time, his brand, they were trying to push, like, all-American. So it was all-American vodka produced in America, American packaging, all this stuff. So that was – and it was doing well because – one of the benefits of a celebrity endorsement, or in this case, it's not a celebrity endorsement, it's a celebrity brand, which there's two different things there which we can delve into, but a celebrity brand allows him to be 
the spirit, so to speak. So when he goes out, he was going to retail locations and they'd send a pallet or two pallets and he'd show up at these places and they'd sell out in an hour because people wanted him to sign the bottle. And so you can push a lot of product and get a lot of recognition, especially if you have someone with a huge following, especially now with social media. So it was just everything was striking on all cylinders. It was great. Long again, next step, Dennis Rodman, kind of known for his controversies. I think it was his first trip to North Korea happened somewhere after the launch of his product. Tell and me he brought so two two pallets of product. He <laughs> actually brought some of the vodka and had pictures of him drinking it with Kim Jong-un. <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome. Which, of course, them branding it as an all-American vodka then immediately tanked the brand, got a bunch of pushback. And then my understanding, again, grain of salt, you know, I don't want to get anyone in trouble, but basically distributors started dropping them left and right. They wouldn't he push lost it. his alcohol rights. He, well, no, he, he had sold his <laughs> alcohol rights, but now his alcohol rights were worth nothing. So that happened a couple, you know, they basically fought that for a couple months trying to rebuild the brand. And then he basically self-checked himself into rehab for alcoholism. Ooh. So, yeah, within the first six months, this alcohol brand that's based completely on his celebrity is just like, you know, it's it's just a mess. So that's obviously kind of a cautionary tale in terms of celebrity brand, as I'm sure all the celebrities are listening to this now and uh, want our advice on how they can make all their money on their their alcohol. So all those all those marketing execs who are looking at a board of names, celebrities (laughs) to endorse and say, you know what? Dennis Rodman is right for us. Let's bring it back. It's time for a comeback. I bet we could get those alcohol rights pretty affordably. Dennis Rodman, do you like Bolden vodka? (laughs) If if anyone is listening to this and you happen to have a bottle of Dennis Rodman vodka, the badass vodka, let us know. I want to know how it is. I want to get a hold of a bottle. That's amazing. (sighs) Yeah. So anyway, there is a case study of one of the downsides. But that being said, obviously, you've got then the counterpoint of that is, which everyone knows, it's been talked to death, but George Clooney's Casamigos, which, of course, sold for a crazy exorbitant, you know, multiplier because he was associated with it. And anyway, we can dig into that, too. But what is his involvement with it, too? I like to know what their involvement is. Like, what's Ryan Reynolds' involvement with aviation? Like, what? That's where I think it gets interesting. It's not like we're just talking about celebrities. Right. We know better than TMZ right now. <laughs> um, right. Well, we don't, I don't even. I just wait. We've, st- we've thing. stepped really up to is. TMZ level. <laughs> well, out of the gutter. <laughs> aviation was originally owned and produced. It's still produced by House Spirits out of Oregon. Uh, they sold a few years ago to. It was God. a big distributor. I can't remember its name though, but. I'm blanking. I'm blanking. Um, anyway, yeah, a very large distributor brand owner bought it. And again, House Spirits continues to produce it. And at some point, they struck a deal with Ryan Reynolds. And essentially, they kind of market it as his brand now. He obviously, I'm guessing, did not buy all of it. He probably bought a minority stake. Or more likely, they gave him equity to be the brand presence. I could be wrong on that. Um, but that's kind of my assumption based on things I've heard. So now he's kind of out there as his brand, which is actually kind of genius because the way they pushed it is definitely his comedic brand. Sure. Uh, he's very well known. He's very well liked. They're pushing it as his brand as opposed to a celebrity endorsement, which is different than, say, what they've done with like, um, what is that? 
Mila Kunis did. She's like a sure. brand. Yeah. Yeah. So that's oh, like okay. an, that's a celebrity Wait, endorsement. She doesn't own. What did she do? All of Jim Wait, Beam. Is, where did, who did she work with? <laughs> uh, it was this really small whiskey brand. Yeah. Boutique. Uh, boutique. Yes. I think it, it was very, very crafty. Hey, so, there's a lot of craft there. Don't, so, don't undersell it. <laughs> no, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm not talking shit. They make amazing product. Well, let's not get carried away. <laughs> I'll, I'll go either be. way. You just tell me which direction you want to go. I don't even know. Ask me in five minutes. There you go. Um, okay, so what do you yeah. guys think about that? About the endorsements, the brands, as distillers, what does that mean to you? And does it really even matter to our craft community, so to speak? Sure, it matters. I mean, if aviation did it, right? Like, that's they started out small. I've been in the sure. distillery more than three times. Like, it just, I think it matters. We've, we talk about it, like we've talked about it, and I think that it's even more important now with the way social media is, right? If you get someone with 5 million followers on Instagram. Right. Um, I don't even know what the words are that I'm saying right now. <laughs> nope. Doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. But Listener but just know, likes to hear your voice. I know that my wife is on Instagram all the time, and she could even accidentally see things. Uh, this is going into a weird place, <laughs> yeah. but uh, <laughs> but I'm like, if you have five million followers and like someone, you know, right, that's, you're connected to so many people, yeah, right. Eventually, I think it's like influencers. That's what they call them, right? Yeah, this person's an influencer. You sounded so hip and like with it <laughs> in today's culture. I'm so proud of you, and millennial. Then, yeah, and then I just fucking went off a cliff. <laughs> Of, of like, oh yeah, my wife can find things on the internet. <laughs> yeah, that makes you sound so hip. <laughs> Not misogynistic yeah, I mean, I mean, at all. Look at it as you know, it's it's obviously great for just sales. You get a ton of sales. Yeah, but the the biggest the biggest downside is you know it kind of undermines or just doesn't promote enough the the distiller. So I think the best example is Bren, very unique French whiskey. Mm-hmm. I know all about the brand owner, but I know nothing about the the distiller. I know that the brand right. owner goes around and found some French distiller uh, who's making a single malt and you know helped shepherd along the aging process. But I, I I probably couldn't pronounce his name if I knew it. But I I don't even know it. So. <laughs> it's Steve Smith. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so that's so exotic. <laughs> um. And I and I Man, you know same same thing for George Clooney's you know tequila I don't I don't know who's producing those Look at that look at Colton sticking up for he's such a delicate peach <laughs> He like, is oh, No you're like the Lorax you're like I speak for the distillers <laughs> uh, now I can only imagine him up in a tree just like yelling <laughs> yeah. at celebrities Ah <laughs> oh, life goals <laughs> <laughs> Go yell at Danny DeVito. I swear to God, I'll kill you. He is the Lorax. (laughs) He literally is the Lorax. Sitting in a tree, sipping some limoncello. I speak for the lemons. Uh, You know, if we could probably make it a life goal, I'm sure we could get him on the podcast. (laughs) I don't think anything would make me happy. I agree. I would agree. Okay, so that's a pretty interesting point that a celebrity, celebrity involvement will potentially overshadow the distillery itself, but I would say, I think like the way the way Ryan Reynolds sort of promotes it, you know, you know that it's just his brand, and he's he seems very honest and open about that. And you could go look, 
Right. Find out who the distiller is pretty easily. Right. Counterpoint to that, the ones that I've seen that have done a pretty good job of maintaining, you know, the visibility of their distillery and also promoting a celebrity brand, so to speak. Um, Few Spirits has done a line of music inspired ones. The the one I know for sure is the Flaming Lips. They did a specialty yeah. run of Flaming Lips. Uh, like they had a specialty package. It, they did a bunch of runs with where the band actually signed it. They had the band come in and do tastings and kind of pick out the barrel. So it was basically, it was the Few Spirits product and they did a barrel selection with the band, put it together, sold it, packaged it, sold out like incredibly fast. And I think in a lot of ways that actually brought some notoriety to the Few Spirits distillery brand while also creating kind of this sub-specialty brand that wouldn't overshadow it. Again, I'm kind of speaking anecdotally my own bias, but I thought that was a really clever way of doing it. That ultimately was Donald Trump, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wait, wait. Are we, no, he, he already had his own brand. He had Donald Trump wine, and I don't no, no, know no. if they still make he it. He distilled, personally. <laughs> yes, yes. Absolutely. He was he's, a, he's a teetotaler. He doesn't drink. Uh, he did own his own vodka. Did he? Did he actually drink? Oh, it was yeah, his vodka, he, not wine. He, That's right. He has a winery, though, too, doesn't he? He has a winery, too. But when, I th- when, he, first, uh, when he first became president, there's this vodka bar, I think, in, in D.C., and they were able to get their hands on couple cases and oh that's funny it doesn't it doesn't sell <laughs> they still have it you know the whole government shutting down isn't good for business yeah yeah no i mean getting you know getting cola approval is kind of difficult when the ttb yeah. they don't do even anything. care about celebrities <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah usually they'll take xeno's call anytime but yeah. i have alcohol right <laughs> <laughs> is that our new shirt <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, how is it a new shirt? We don't have a shirt. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's okay. I'm working in the future. I'm way ahead of you guys. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Wait, I'm, I'm Pacific time. I'm technically in the past. Shit. God, I got to get this straight. Um, I don't know <laughs> what else to say there is about celebrities. I guess. Wait, so, okay, so wait. The, would you want, the, uh, Colton, would you want someone, like, would you want it? Would you want a celebrity endorse your brand? Yes. For monies. <laughs> money strictly on just selling more volume yeah yeah but i guess but the way i was looking at it when when i brought it up earlier was you know there's there's definitely some brands like like ryan reynolds bren or or george clooney where the juice is really good so it's it's a benefit to our industry as a whole but when you have some celebrities that you know just slap their name on a product that's just absolute trash and then you have five, six million people go out and try it because they follow that person. Like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe spirits aren't that good. I'll stick to beer. Or I'll stick to cider or something. I think it can be a big detriment in the end. True. What do you guys feel about kind of the the parallel marketing where you see certain spirits in, say, movies or TV shows? So I know, you know, like, I've seen large brands strike deals where uh, in the background there's a spirits bottle or they only drink a certain spirits in the background. What do you guys feel about that? Is that, I mean, that's kind of along these lines too, but it's, again, it's just a different marketing. You know, speaking of which we can ask, uh, we can ask, we may have to cut this, but we can ask he comes on, but he has a story where a few years ago he had an offer to have his products 
exclusively in this in this weird movie that um, that Lady Gaga was doing that just won a shit ton oh, of no awards. Way. Did he turn he it tur- down? And he turned it down because he was like, man, this is... Oh. It was something like 10K or, you know, it wasn't... It was the best offer he would have ever had. Right. But at the time in the business, he was like, I don't know, that's... That sounds hurts. suspicious. It's like this independent movie. Who really knows anything about it? Uh, the poker face lady? Nah. Now I'll pass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She'll never make anything of herself. Oh, <laughs> uh, that physically hurts. I did yeah. not know that story. That's we cool. can keep that story. We'll just edit his name out. Awesome. We're gonna have our first beep. We don't. We don't beep out curse words. <laughs> but we. Yeah. What were we? What were we talking about before that you popped in that idea? Oh, oh, that, no, well, just just movie. Yeah, movie, movie placements. Uh, and, oh, shameless plugs. Yes, shameless, shameless plugs. plugs. Yeah. yeah, where it's always label out, right? Yeah. I love when people are drinking beer in a mm-hmm. TV show or something. I'm like, yeah, you're like, do you always grab the beer like that perfectly every time? <laughs> I do. I oh. always. <laughs> Labels out, bitches. It's usually full whiskey bottles that I'm chugging. Yep. <laughs> Finkel, Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Um, that's laces out. Come on, didn't you guys ever see Ace Ventura? <laughs> you mean the pet um, detective. I'm, I'm really lost in my own head right now. It's cool, man. Uh, it's cool, man. We're riding the wave with you. We got your back. I think that's a good thing. I don't know how much business that gets you, though. Right? I want to see some numbers on that one. I, yeah. I how mean, do you get numbers on it? I don't know. That's a tough one to because like, if, you, analytics. if you have the money to do that kind of campaign, you're doing other promotional campaigns too, right? So how right. do you decipher? Oh well, it was this scene in this movie that they bought a drink for. Well, I think, I think obviously what we've got to recommend for our audience, you know, the smaller craft producers, you obviously have to sneak on set at large Hollywood productions <laughs> and just try and put it in the background when no one's looking. I think that's the key thing. Oh, see, what I do is I just go to the movie theater and stand on my tiptoes down in front, just hold my bottle, label it <laughs> way up in the scenes. During the trailers? <laughs> yeah. well, I really wish I really wish that you didn't specify label. <laughs> I just hold my bottle and stand on my tiptoes. Like, man, look at this guy. He's awesome. What does he do? He's definitely not getting arrested. <laughs> I want to learn more. I have alcohol rights. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! I think that you look at like Mad Men. Think of how many people drink like rye whiskey and shit after Mad Men. So I think there's a way to quantify it. You're like, hey, you just you'd use time, right? Like on this date, we were in on freaking Game of Thrones, right? Hey, get Game of Thrones. I know you're listening. Uh, <laughs> if you want to use bold vodka or for me to make you something, please God use it. I, I don't think Game of Thrones is a person. I, I think well, it, they do have that exclusive wait, deal with not? Diageo, right? They do. I just ruined Didn't it. they do uh, uh, what they was it, the White Diageo, Walker? They have the Diageo, the whole line. Like all, oh, the, do they? all their Diageo's Scotch distilleries each have a version. Nice. Like a different huh. kingdom yeah, I, or whatever. I knew they were doing like a well, White Walker whiskey and stuff. If you want to broaden your horizons, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Go for the vodka. <laughs> yeah. Also, listen to this. Also, not a sponsor. Nobody listens to. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who this Diageo is. <laughs> Some kind of celebrity. Yeah. But my alcohol rights are on the table. <laughs> you know, if we look back on it, there's a real good chance you don't own your own alcohol rights. Someone bought that up a long time ago. 
I'm pretty sure I don't have any. Of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's kind of terrible to say. There's a lot of people. It's real bad. That don't have rights, That's real bad. That I have. As a middle-aged white guy with all the privilege in the world. Um, Did you just do, like, the uh, 1980s mother, like, shaming the child into eating their vegetables? There's <laughs> there's kids in Africa who can't eat, and you're talking about there's there's people around the world that don't have rights like me. That don't have their own alcohol rights. <laughs> don't have their own alcohol rights. Dude, what the fuck kind of TV are you watching? <laughs> Did you not grow up in the 80s? I did. Um, you know, I wasn't allowed to have... A- I wasn't allowed to have a TV for a long time during. Oh, that's shame. Did you at least go to arcades? Um, I like the dead air. Yeah, that was real good. That was awkward. That was awkward and nice. I don't remember a lot of my childhood. Just feels like he was remembering a really bad moment at an arcade. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, I scratched the surface of something that I shouldn't have. Yeah, where that guy was like, "I have (laughs) Zeno." No, no. Because he was from the Zeno bubblegum. Uh, I'm not ready for this. It was very popular. In like the I know where this line of jokes is going, and I'm not comfortable with it. I'm not good with where it goes. No. Listener, you know where this is going. Just just put the rest of the jokes in your head. We're moving on. It's Zeno bubblegum is where it was going. Oh, damn it, Zeno. Oh. Uh, good stuff. No, Zeno bubblegum's a real thing. Look it up. No, I'm not, I'm not going to Google it. Yeah. yeah, it's just like me pulling my skirt up. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's actually a real thing. Uh, and it was a real thing till about 30 seconds ago when you destroyed their brand. That's the anti-celebrity yeah, their brand, endorsement. Their yeah. brand has been gone for a long time. No, because my name is like my last name was actually like Jimma or something like that. It was it's an Ellis Isle version of my real last name. So I love when people was like, "Man, your name's really cool." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's fucking bubblegum." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Anywho, uh, how did we get off on that? Oh, it didn't have a TV. Didn't have a TV. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. My my dad didn't want us to have a TV for a long time. Like, but, I mean, we had like a computer, at video games, and other people had TVs. I would say. I think I was, I mean, as far as, like, kindergarten, maybe first or second grade, I didn't have a TV, really. Yeah. So you weren't susceptible to alcohol advertising by celebrities. Maybe that's what it, that was it. Or my dad <laughs> was a key. crazy person. He was like, <laughs> go play sports and do stuff outside. Ah, we'll sports go ball. with the first one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually, I mean, it really didn't impact me whatsoever. I don't even think it was a money thing. It was just, like, a conscious effort that my dad didn't want to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, uh, no, I didn't see that commercial. About uh, got real weird with my childhood. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's a new section of every podcast. Yeah, we delve into a little bit of Zeno's history, and we all come Child- away feeling dirtier. <laughs> childhood moments with Jason R. Zeno. <laughs> oh, it's even weirder when you say your first name. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> I don't like um, it. Yeah, I did do that though. That's exactly what I did. I was like, oh, I have so many rights. I shouldn't do that. People don't have rights. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well done. Um, <laughs> okay, so back to alcohol rights, celebrity yeah, endorsements, rights. and brands. Um, yeah. right, wait, wait, what branded had you see in a movie or a TV show or anything that you can, like, you, you noticed, like, you said something about it? Because I do it every once All in right. a while. I, I, got a good, I got a good one. I do one. It more with beer. The, um, oh, shit. I forgot it. 
He's googling one right now, pretending that he knew I wish, what it was. I wish that you guys could see movies with that. alcohol in it. I almost spit my rum everywhere. Uh, He's like, I got one. I got one. I forgot it. <laughs> it was so good. It was one of those shows that would have been really like hip and edgy. Yeah, Putin uh, bought all of the marijuana from Denver. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong podcast, Colton. Please, <laughs> uh, Longmire. There's a TV show called Longmire. Oh yeah, and they ha- yeah they have a whiskey brand in the background. Like not every episode, I don't think, but they have one specific brand that they highlight. It's are mainly you, are you hiding stuff. it. Yeah, I think so. I think it's all Sazerac stuff. It's mainly Sazerac, yeah. and then uh, oh, what what's uh, Brock Brockmire? Right, they they definitely had a deal with Sazerac there. No, oh, did they? <laughs> Colton, is everything okay, man? Did you just have a stroke? <laughs> or did we just cut out completely? Oh, I think you cut out. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's, I mean, I always assume he's having a minor stroke, but... Right, we literally just got done talking about Brockmire and Sazerac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought all I heard was Longmire. <laughs> oh, did you say Longmire? Yeah, I said Longmire, the TV show. We, oh, I was. I heard so Brock you Meyer. had the stroke. Yeah, I definitely had the stroke. I feel like we just became like the old guy Muppets right now, <laughs> just talking over each other. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's okay. Good stuff. So wait, so the movie that- I was thinking of was Blade Runner. By the way, there's a giant Jack Daniels Brown Foreman yes. sponsorship in it. There you go, and it's the future. Or no, you know what? I take that back. It's definitely Diageo, not Jack <laughs> For all of your this alternative the- facts, come to the Still Talking <laughs> Podcast. Man, we have not said anything about this entire... No, no, there's been nothing time. accurate except... I just remember, I, re- I remember it because you're in the future and they're flying into the city and there's like all the skyscrapers or it's totally desolate except for the Diageo build. Oh, I never noticed that. You know what I've also noticed in Blade Runner? <laughs> Why are there all these giants like buildings belching fire into the sky? I assume it's because they don't have good chillers from D&D Chiller. Yes. <laughs> that was a good they one, can't right? can't handle their BTUs. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where is he going with this? Um, <laughs> he's going to G&D Chillers. That's where he's going because he wants to get the job done and he wants it done right. So when you're in a post-apocalyptic wasteland and you need to chill something down. Or you just can't actually pronounce post-apocalyptic. I couldn't. I, I was really hoping <laughs> yeah. that we could just kind of slide through that one. Post-apocalyptic. Now we're just making noises. We just make noises on this podcast and explain the plots to movies. <laughs> um, you know, I bet if you went into, you know, deep into research and looked into every single celebrity spirit out there, Every production facility is cooled by a G&T chiller. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you guys are finding real creative ways to work in G&T chillers. Yeah, we are. We are. Uh, We're real good at this. Really, really cool. Really sneaking in those plugs oh. for the people that support us. <laughs> uh. um, I, I don't know. I, that it would be interesting data to see, and I'm sure that it's out there. Like, hey, we put our spirit or our brand in this form of entertainment and you know it it equaled this right, right? i mean how many how many craft guys can i don't know you really? can do certain things like i mean we're on there's like a radio station that there's i've never i started listening to this radio station it worked backwards for me because we had an ad on it mm-hmm. and i was like sweet i want to hear this ad 
I've never heard so, that. So if you own a radio station, <laughs> this is how to get listeners. <laughs> so buy advertising. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Well, like very specific advertising, the listener that you want. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, to be overly simplistic, that's what we're talking about, though, right? I mean, this is just another form of an ad buy. So instead of buying classic media ad buys or even new digital media yeah. ad buys, you're using a... Uh, as you said earlier, you know, what do they call them? Influencers or celebrities in this case to essentially push a brand for marketing and advertising. That's, that's the whole goal behind this. And I think, you know, even though we are talking about something that is somewhat unattainable for most, you know, smaller producers in terms of the celebrity brands, unless you have an inside track with someone, that doesn't mean you can't potentially work with some of these influencers out there too i don't think we're on the cusp of getting a like a lot of instagram or twitch influencers creating their own brands but you could potentially work out a deal where they maybe plug some of your stuff because there's a lot more influencers than there are movie stars and they in some cases have really ridiculous reaches and if you can find a way to work with them i don't know that anyone started doing it much yet i could be completely missing the boat on that but potentials there. Well, and I think I think with you know looking at influencers versus celebrities, I'd say when you see a celebrity endorsing a product, you usually know that you know it's not necessarily fake, but it's a paid endorsement where yeah. it's a little more well, shady with influencers. No, I think you, might, that you I might not realize. Real it good maybe. point. Real good point. You have to be, especially if you are going to work with an influencer. <laughs> Someone on YouTube, Instagram, something like that, you have to be real careful about the laws in terms of advertising alcohol. What is their audience? If they have an audience that even skews slightly younger, you could be yeah. like that. You can't do that. Don't let them do that. So I don't know. I don't know if you guys have seen on I think it's probably Instagram, but there's this this guy, the Scotch Trooper. Yes. Who uh, who was taking a lot of pictures with little Star Wars figurines yep. around alcohol bottles yep. and, and he was getting a ton of work through it and then discus came down on him pretty hard for uh, the rule is like if you have I wanna, it's something weird like 28 percent of your uh audience. subscribers or are, are, are audiences under yep. and, under and that was really with discus you're advertising to how can you how Did, can you prove that with instagram so, that's analytics well, Dis- that's actually discus pretty isn't even a you know who could prove that <laughs> G and D chillers. Wait, no, wrong one. <laughs> yeah, but they could. They're really smart. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Zeno. No, in all honesty, I, I, yeah, you really could, I guess. But I mean, okay, but I think, it but was, di- but discus can't ask. No, no, no. So Facebook okay, for their so there's a, there's a story behind that where discus discus was basically trying to help self regulate the industry. Um, I could be wrong on this, but I don't believe they sent him a cease and desist, nothing like that. But essentially, they let they said, "You got to stop this. This is you, you. You can't do this. This is dumb. You're potentially breaking some laws." So he voluntarily stopped, is my understanding. It's been a while since I've heard this story. God, I think it was a year or no, two. No, they sent they sent letters to his advertise not advertisers, but his sponsors and partners. oh, did they? They they went all out. Yeah. Okay, I hadn't heard that part. Saying. Not cool. Not cool. Yeah. So, well, uh, but okay. I will say, yes, you're right. Is it hard to prove that? But I don't think that really matters. When you're in the alcohol industry, there is the perception is just as dangerous as the reality. You don't want to be perceived as selling to kids, nor should you. So even if there's that perception out there, you're, you're kind of screwed. As honestly, 
it's just bad practice. But go ahead, Zeno. Perce- perception is reality. Yeah. I just made that up right now. Yeah, no one's ever said that before. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, no, I think that, so you keep saying something that's not really applicable to smaller craft. Like, we're talking big-scale things when you talk Mila Kunis and, you know, even aviation first, to a certain extent, someone else bought them before right, Ryan Reynolds came on. But I do think there's, there's this thing that I think people can do and... <clears throat> Maybe it's more applicable because, you know, I live in a pretty decent-sized city, and Colton lives in a pretty decent-sized city, and Brian, you live... In a cave in the woods. Brian knows about cities. (laughs) But at any rate, what I'm thinking is, like, you could do, like, this local... I'm a big fan of, like, crossover work. So, actually, in Nashville, and I told this, I'm just giving everyone this idea because it's a great idea. I really wanted to see it happen. Is that uh, there's, like, United Record Pressing, Right? Is that what it's called? Yeah. United? And it's yeah. like the oldest yeah. record pl- pressing place ever. Right. And uh, it's awesome. It's really cool. They only give tours at like Friday afternoon at a really inconvenient time. <laughs> and it's amazing. But um, I think that there's this, if I, I would love to make a spirit or like launch a spirit that was in combination with someone pressing a record that was like a local artist or something like that. And there's those kind of things you could do. And that's the kind of stuff that we talk about here in New Orleans. It's like, well, there's this artist or this person doing this, and let's sponsor them and right, you kind of feed off each other. Yeah. So you can start small. You don't really have to go go right for George Clooney, um, or you could. I mean, that's why Colton has a restraining order from George <laughs> Clooney. Right for it. <laughs> yeah, he went and grabbed a Zeno bubblegum. <laughs> uh, no, that's a great point. That's really good. All right. That's no, I, like the, I just think I think there's other ways to do it, is what I'm saying. Agreed. Yeah. All right. That's all I have for celebrity endorsements, brands, yada yada. What else? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's weird because your video's broken, so we can't we see. We can't see anything that's going on right now, and that, that made just, it so much more graphic. I wanted to sign make it sound like a little bit like a death rattle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turned into something else. Yeah. <laughs> if you think that's the noise I make. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I do think about it quite often. So When I'm chopping wood, <laughs> then you're right. <laughs> chop uh, it. You chop a lot of woods there in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> All the palm trees. <laughs> it gets um, chilly at night. I actually really love chopping wood. There's something relaxing about it, but I, you know I don't do it here in New Orleans. Good point. Uh, final thoughts. I did the grunt, and I didn't even say final thoughts. Final thoughts. I'll lead. Please do. Brian, is this the year of rum? <laughs> I don't think it ever stopped being the year of rum. Um, or a real question, or a real comment is... I guess if you if you think it's the right marketing move for you, you know, I, celebrity endorsements can be cool. But you know, you know that they're a celebrity; they're still a person. They have their warts and all. Dennis Rodman, um, <laughs> right? So it's like, you know, be careful. I guess, and I think that you're building a whole <coughs> brand. They really have to fit with your brand. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. there's, I'm sure there's lots of, I'm sure there's other ones that we can fit. Like, oh, maybe that doesn't fit. I mean, I think Danny DeVito and Lemoncello is. It's perfect. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. But, like, there's some probably really awkward. But you about. think it should be Fernet? 
yeah. Danny Chella Fernet. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't want, like, uh, you know, Danny DeVito Calvados. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll say that even though I usually am, you know, the one talking about the marketing side, I'm going to bring up the fact that we didn't talk a lot about the quality of the juice or the moist solvent that goes into these bottles that the celebrity brands are hawking. And I think that is pretty important, too. If you're going to have a subpar brand that's associated with a celebrity, it, I mean, it's not going to do any good either. So even if you're going to source something, if you're just going to make a brand, at least make sure it matches up to the quality of what you're trying to do. I mean, don't take any shortcuts. I know that's that sounds a little cliche and it sounds a little obvious, but, yeah, don't make that mistake. You know, don't skimp on the price of the actual product. Definitely. Danny DeVito deserves the best goddamn limoncello <laughs> he can put out there. Uh, who is making it, and where do I get it? I don't know. We're <laughs> going to find out, please though. take my money. Take yeah. my money. Take my money. I think we just proved the celebrity endorsements with Danny DeVito absolutely work. <laughs> so I'll, I'll end by uh, make sure you have the right, the right person with, that fits with your brand. Make sure your juice is good. And then in the end, if you can't afford them, just have them do a um, a celebrity cocktail. It's a lot cheaper. It's only one drink instead of your whole thing. So make up make up your own whatever name. You know what what did we come up with earlier in the episode? Danny DeVito limoncello the, with a penguin garnish. The Oswald Cobblepot. Yeah, <laughs> delightful. <laughs> yeah. It's basically an unauthorized. Celebrity endorsement. I'm pretty sure if you don't serve it to me with penguins with torpedoes on their back, though, I'm going to fucking throw yeah. it in your face. Uh, love you, dummies. That movie, is, that movie is so real. I love it. It's amazing. It's super good. Uh, Thank you, guys. Thanks. Oh, go thanks. for it. Thanks. Not to you. Well, yeah, I was going to take the thanks. For you. Give it to our sponsors. Thanks. High Proof Creative. Thanks, G&D. Thank you, Karen. Yeah. It was great meeting everyone. You guys are amazing. Um, find us on. I do actually have a real one. Ooh, Someone's ooh. like, "Oh, I didn't. I didn't know you guys were on Spotify." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, we are cool." Yeah. yeah, it's it's weird to actually hear people ask us where they can find the podcast. At a certain point, I guess we have to give them real answers, which feels really disingenuous. But, but yeah, uh, and I think people just want to swear, and I'm like, you know. I clean it up for the podcast, kids. Yeah, yeah. This is as classy as it gets. Didn't we just talk about not having young demographics? Twenty-eight percent. Shit. This gets is going to come down on this podcast. Uh, find us on iTunes and write a review. Uh, oh my god, that was real. No, I didn't like that one. Wait, no. Let's do real ones. That would be pretty. Oh, fun. okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, we've gone around the bend. We've circled around. Yeah, okay. Find us on iTunes. Uh, give us a review. All the stars, don't be stingy. You know, they're, they're fucking free. And uh, like us on Instagram, yeah. we're there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Facebook, Twitter. Yep. I'm just naming things now. You don't even uh, know if we're on those. You've never used social media. Yeah. No, I use it sometimes. Uh, but for real, you, you can find us on the PS4 network. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Let's, let's play some games together. A little Red Dead. Yeah. I love a little Overcooked, too. It makes you want to kill your family. Oh, Oof. that got dark. Well, no. I can't play that not game. Really. No, see, Colton knows what I'm talking about. It's a great game, but it is extremely stressful. Like, yeah. like it's like a kid's game that, you, I'm like, I love you more than anything. I want to strangle you. Yeah. You shouldn't play it with anyone. It's awful, actually. Colton, I've never seen him more uncomfortable. 
<laughs> and I've seen him very uncomfortable a lot. Yeah. All right. Uh, yep. All right. Let's call it a day. Love you, dummies. Bye.